revive nations, touching nations one life at a time. His word is a fire shut up in our bones, to be revived, renewed and restored. Access more resources and partner with us on our website revivenations.org. Hello, greetings to you all in the matchless name of our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ. I want to thank God for this opportunity to record this podcast. I want to warn you that I am at an airport and that means that you're going to hear some uh, announcements in the background. I hope that you'll be able to ignore them. I have like about four hours at the airport, so I decided to make productive use of that time and and uh, I tweeted and on Twitter and Instagram on some topics that I could probably um, um, discuss with you. And one of the topics that came about was about um, how to be around non-believers and how to pursue Jesus. Um, I'd probably make two podcasts on the same topic, but I want to give you a, a six pointers to being around non-believers. One of the first things that um, we need to do is to, as believers, set realistic expectations of how our non-believer friends are going to be. Because some people are going to be very respectful and some others are going to ridicule you for your faith. And growing up um, in in the school, I remember there was one time that, that a class teacher she took all my tracks from me and she tore it into pieces. It was a Gideon Bible that I had and she threw it in the garbage and she was really tough on me. I think she, if I remember right, she even slapped me. Um, I know it would shock a lot of our North American listeners, but um, such kind of punishments were normal at that point of time uh, growing up in India. Um, and it was, throughout my schooling, I was ridiculed and isolated for who I was as a child of God uh, and not, I didn't have too many friends that was had wanted to hang around me um, and it's it's normal for us to go through that and, and for us to expect anything else um, is not fair either because that's what Jesus said you know they're going to do worse to you if this is what how they treat your master how much more would they would they treat the believers? Um, so don't don't um, have over expectation of how believers are going to be around you, because sometimes people um, expect too much from people and they get expect disappointed. Um, don't expect them to be like you either. Um, for example, there are some people that are shell shocked that some friends around them use the F word or some bad 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 language and um, why we are in the world but not of the world so when we are in the world those kind of behaviors shouldn't shock us um, should we like it no but we don't need to be shocked and act like strange people in fact um, we can be at peace be at rest be full of the spirit and have realistic expectations that they bear the fruit according to um, what they are exposed to and the grace they have and and so all the more being realistic and humble about people around you will give a different vibe from you 
and people are smart they can pick that up a second thing would be don't be holier than thou um, you know sometimes people have a way of carrying themselves in such a way oh but i don't do this oh i don't do that and and to make everybody else look little in comparison that's a pharisee's nature that is a sadducee's nature um, that is how traditional religious people behaved even in the times of jesus where they felt like they were good and everybody else were bad and they walked around making it clear um in fact let the people see the real you and the real you includes the struggles and the weaknesses that you have and people have more respect for someone who's real about their struggles than those who pretend to be perfect and just because you are a church goer doesn't mean that you have everything all put together and when your colleagues and your friends and your neighbors get to see that you love Jesus but you have your own struggles and that you are able to go to Jesus and find mercy grace and that is very attractive to them and they will want to um, experience that Jesus as well number 3 serve them nothing is more attractive than somebody that is helpful um you see somebody in need be quick to help them don't think twice don't wait for them to ask offer um there's nothing that speaks christ through you more louder than serving others like how christ served them so you can simply go to them and ask them hey can i help you with it or if you can ask them hey what can i pray for you for today um some simple questions like that open up to them to know that hey you care for them and that that uh, there's somebody they can reach out they probably say nothing in the moment but sometime when they really need prayers they are going to reach out to you the best way to preach is not through words but through life number 4 don't be afraid to say sorry because there are times that you're going to goof up there are times you're going to we're going to be mean there are times you may say something unkind there sometimes you did something that hurt them offended them said them instead of covering it up and and being a total uh, ignorant uh, that they will hate you and the Christ you carry because you carry Christ instead of that be genuine enough be humble enough to go down to them and say hey i'm i'm sorry if if what i did hurt you what i said hurt you um uh, you know you when you're working together in a environment you're bound to do something that offends people don't be afraid to say sorry and heal the bridges um number 5 remember christ is a conversation not a debate um nothing puts off people more than a christian who wants to quickly debate about if their god is real or their other god is real um and i'm here to see somebody that that came to christ because they lost an argument in fact when people lose an argument they are put off by it embarrassed by it and especially the best example i could give you is in a marriage when when i lose an argument with my wife even if i'm wrong it's harder to admit especially because i'm wrong <laughs> now if you want if you don't understand it it's because you're not married yet <laughs> I want to say it's it takes humility to admit that that hey listen I I I I want to accept the truth and so sometimes it is it's easier if you will 
keep it on a conversation level than to turn into a who's right, who's wrong. Um, it's not a debate. It's not an argument to win. Let Christ be seen through through faith and through love. Number six, just be there. Um, sometimes we rush to get things done, and we are we are sad that we don't get things done. But I want you to remember this: you are not the savior. Jesus is a savior. So sometimes we rush to save the world, and we go to places where we shouldn't be. Cross boundaries, try to trying to go out of the way to help, and then we get disappointed that that what we wished happened didn't happen and we get upset that we invited them to service and they didn't turn up. Just remember, your duty is to be there, be, be love and share God's mercy with them. But your duty is not to save them. That's, that's God's role, not yours. So be at rest and enjoy the journey. I hope that helped and I hope to hear from you. Leave a comment and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud so that you can uh, receive the next part on pursuing Jesus around non-believers and how to keep the fire burning around non-believers. God bless you. Until next time.